lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're horrendously hoarse. Hoarse. I'm sorry, y'all. Hopefully, this isn't painful to listen to. It sounds terrible. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I woke up like this. True. Other than the hoarse voice, how are you doing? I'm okay, actually. Um, Like, knock on wood, like, I don't feel terrible. I just, I must have, like, I don't know if I have laryngitis or what, but I just can't talk. So, you know, I'm okay. You know, well, you can talk. It's just... It comes and goes. Because if you couldn't talk, I would be, like, in heaven. If I couldn't talk, you'd be in heaven. Yeah, because, you know, you'd be rapping, so I wouldn't... You know what I mean? Well, that's because I have a lot of important things to say. Well, besides that. How are you, sir? I'm out here doing my thing, you know. I'm actually happy. Happier. Good. You know? That's um, not always a thing for you. No, not lately. Lately, has been it's been pretty uh down but i'm i'm good i'm in a nice little uh euphoric 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 you had it right okay euphoric uh state you know wow euphoria that's that's uh impressive you know my sat words and practicing feel me i'm out here all right i can respect it anyway let's get to the show First off, you know, uh, if this is your first time listening to us, thank you. Mm-hmm. If this is your second time listen, listening to us, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Third time, you're a lover, so, you know, mm-hmm. hey, lovers. So let's get into the episode now because we got all the greetings and everything out the way. So mm-hmm. we can just go back to one elevator, you know. Save my voice. We can save your voice, yeah. But, you know, I, I don't want, I want to be stealing any more of your shine, you know. I don't really feel like you were stealing my shine, but I mean, to each his or her own. This week, Benson, I gave him the week off. Oh, that's how euphoric you've been feeling? You know, so. Okay. Um, Well. Are we going up or down? uh, Going down. Okay. Um, Pretty obvious that um, I have no voice, which is kind of hard to do in a profession such as mine as a teacher. Um. So, you know, not nothing too crazy or serious, but just having no voice as a teacher sucks a lot because, you know, some kids will kind of, like, be a little bit more sympathetic. Um, I had one of my girls service, like, uh, my mouthpiece today, but um, other kids, they're still going to do what they're going to do. So uh, it's a little frustrating when I can't be heard down the hallway or over, you know, 75 kids. So... That's all. Nothing too, too crazy, but I just, I need my voice back so I can do my job better and more effectively. Um, but, you know, no real complaints outside of that. So that's your down. Yeah, because um, so I got to teach. I'm, I'm both this week. Um, my down is John Singleton passing. Mm-hmm. Um, so young. Yeah, it's so young. And, you know, it was that, it's a devil there because... It's sad to see anybody pass away um, and, and what he's brought to the culture is so important. But my father just turned 56 mm-hmm. and he was 51. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of hits close closer to home to me in a sense that is like that could have been my father. Yeah. I mean, when people, your parents age 
or younger than your parents pass away um as you get older like it starts to kind of make you think about your parents mortality and your own sometimes because it's like you know we have in our minds all the time that like our moms and dads are going to be here forever you know they, they always seem like they're going to be around and they're not like you know i think about like even like my mom my mom's gonna be 70 next year and that's like wild to me like i kind of always pictured my mom like i knew like my mom in her 40s and even in her 50s and a little in her 60s too it's like kind of like okay you know it is what it is but like 70 like shit like that's like senior citizen shit you know and <laughs> i don't know so I, I definitely get it though but rest in peace to john singleton you know my he, other down oh sorry yeah someone who doesn't have a voice still talking a lot i mean i just don't want you know go ahead you gonna have to carry the show i usually do a lot of the heavy lifting when it comes to that so <laughs> it's not what we're doing um my complaint is uh my down is there was a rapist what's his name eric Peach, Peach? Is, that, is that the school bus driver? Yeah. Disgusting. So the school bus driver. Disgusting. He raped uh, a child and he got off on probation, basically. Mm-hmm. And they made him a level one sex offender, which can be changed to like not being a sex offender like mm-hmm. th- through time. Um, and they said that they made him a level one because this was his first time ever doing anything. And I just... It hurt my heart because as a parent, if that was my child who who went through that and the judge is saying, well, this is his first time raping somebody. Well, this is his first time getting caught. And because he never had a record before, we're not going to give him jail time. We're going to make him the lightest on the registry list. And he's just able to walk around. I, I, I would I would have to do something. Yeah, it's it's a recipe for disaster. Like, how do you not like you? I would not be surprised if like a father, a mother, a relative tried to get vengeance because it's a it's a, it's yet another violation of that girl of that family. Yeah, but I mean, but and and it's saying to that girl and that family and to other victims victims you don't that matter. It needs to be like he needs to be like a serial rapist, or he needs to be like he needs to have he needs to rape one time but have a record, or he probably needs to be black and then mm. he would have had more time. But it's just so sad to see. Mm-hmm. So, um, and this was in upstate New York, I think it was. I, I think so, but. It's still just wildly unacceptable. Yeah, Watertown, New York. That's definitely upstate. So I mean, it's not New York City, but it's it's it, it's just an outrage. And they said that there's been like complaints to that jail, um, to mm-hmm. that jailhouse. I mean, to that courthouse. Oh, with the judge. Yeah. They might need to reevaluate the case then. Hopefully they do, because that's bullshit. Everybody got to die. Yeah. But I thought you were going up to. Um, let's do it. I, I go, didn't hear the voice. Oh, going, <laughs> going up. 
And before I go up, it actually makes sense now. I told you. So you, you know what I mean? You, ha- you used to have a nice voice in this raggedy elevator, but now it's a raggedy voice in this raggedy elevator. I need Benson to come back next week. Um, but in all seriousness, um, I got to speak to one of my like childhood friends, one of my best, my first best friend, besides my brother. Um, and it was just good, you know, speaking to him, mm-hmm. you know, and just having that conversation. And, and, and it just reminded me that, you know, we are real friends, mm-hmm. you know, we've had our ups and downs. We've had our issues, but that doesn't waver. Um, and that's what like a real friendship is. That's what real relationships are built on. And, you know, um, it was just really good to speak to him and, and just to hear him, you know, talk about things. And, you know, we just reminisced. And it's just always good to kind of have that that old feel. Um, especially because, like, being in Maryland by myself, quote unquote, I mean, I, I have you and Tatum, but just to be able to kind of have some like old nostalgic feeling, you know, it was just. It just took me back to a, a, a place. Maybe that's where the euphoric feeling is, but it felt like you were, you know, those I felt com- like I was com- back, like on, when, on the block, and yeah, we were, no problem, not a care in the world. Yeah, so um, you know, just you know, make sure you check on your friends, your strong friends, your weak friends, your old friends, your enemy friends. You know, your enemy friends. Yeah, sometimes you got friends who's like your enemy, like you love them but you hate them. Yeah, you gotta check on. I mean, listen, life is short. Frenemies. Yes. Yeah, that works. Frenemies, enemy friends, whatever you want to call them. You know. And now we can go to the relationship tip. Let's get off this raggedy ass elevator. Shut up. All right. So, um, my relationship tip of the week, um, for obvious reasons, is going to be pretty straight to the point. Um, I feel like I don't want to make it sound like nails on a chalkboard when I talk. Um, is that in relationships of any kind, um, it's okay to say yes or it's okay to say no to your partner or your loved one or your friend. I think sometimes in our relationships, um, especially, I mean, even even ones that have been long-term, sometimes depending on the dynamic, you may not feel like you can say yes or no to a person because you know that they may not like the outcome of that yes or no, but the strongest of relationships um, are ones where a person can be direct in their feelings. And, you know, we compromise and being flexible and sometimes being selfless is also important in relationships. But uh, there are times when it is appropriate and totally fine to say, yes, I feel this way. Yes, I do this. Yes, I like this. Or no, I don't want this. No, I don't like this. Or no, I don't want to. And even if they may not like it in your relationships, um, whatever kind they may be, they will have to adjust. And the same rule applies, you know, in reverse. So, you know, it's okay to say yes or no sometimes. And the best relationships, even if the person doesn't like what they're gonna, what they're hearing, in that yes or no, um, 
will ultimately respect it. And that is my relationship tip of the week. So my relationship tip of the week is going to be never stop learning. Okay. Um, you have to... You have to always learn your partner and relearn and learn new things, learn new tricks, learn old tricks, make them more effective. Um, I feel like once you kind of get stagnant or mm. plateau, mm-hmm. then it's that's when like things mess up. That's when things can kind of like fuck up because if you're used to things being this way and that changes, but you're not like learning about how to adapt. Mm-hmm. I think that would probably be better. So it's going to be to never stop adapting and never stop learning. I mean, again, it can go interchangeably, but Mm -hmm. I I just think about the things that we did as kids versus as adults. And some things are still the same, but some things have changed. And sometimes I can bring back things that we've done in the past. And it's like, oh, you have that feel. Mm -hmm. So that's my tip. I I think that that's a good tip. So So I win. No, you don't. But in learning you, no, I'm trying to pay you a compliment. (laughs) I'm trying to be a gracious competitor. But my tips are always better. That's cool. So, um, but now, Mr. Uh, New Cool, do you have a grandiose vocabulary word for us this week? Yes, so the word of the week is adumbrate. Okay. Spelled A-D-U-M-B-R-A-T-E. Adumbrate is to outline or to describe roughly or give the main points or to summarize. Okay, so it gives my like the gist of something. Yep. (laughs) And it's built on the Latin root umbra, which is shade. I just want to say that because Danny's very shady. I'm not very shady. And the image it evokes is of a shadow being cast around something. Your outline is like a shadow of something bigger is what they're giving you. So That makes sense, though, because umbrella, you get shade from umbrella. You're smart. Thank you. That's that uh, SAT English class I took in high school. Hey, listen, we didn't have that. <laughs> you know. Well, thank you for that word. Actually, I've never heard... The word Adam Braid before, so... Me either, so... You taught me something today. You should oh. be very, very proud of yourself. If I can teach you, add I'm to, Add to that euphoric feeling, right? Yep, exactly. See, there it goes, the shade. I wasn't even being shady there. That's why I love you. Because I'm shady? I'm not shady, though. I'm just saying, I, I love you. With, with the shade and all. Okay, well, I appreciate that, and I love you, too, with the jabs and all. I don't take no jabs. <laughs> the hell you do. Anyway, we are going to go to a commercial break from our sponsor, and then we'll be back with more of Love is Quarrel. All right. Hey, friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. 
Do yourself a favor. Go to Gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 on your first order at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. And now we're back. Yes, we are. And now it is time for a listener letter from one of our lovers, right? It's a lover letter, but... Okay. Now, should I read it or you read it? Because I sound like trash. Sure, I can read it. Okay. Where is it at? It's right here. So the letter goes, You're... I be cool with mad females, and I hate when they lump everything together. So Mm. I, boom. Sierra got mad joint screaming, level up. And Sierra didn't level up. She just picked a safer lane than what she was used to. What y'all think? Did she really level up? Like in NBA 2K, you level up from elevating your game, not by playing easy victims. You figure deals? What? One. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, I'm glad that you have that vocabulary segment for this lover because I'm going to need you to kind of step it up a little bit with your sentence structure. The teacher in me just cringed through that whole letter. Listen. But no. Don't no, disrespect my lover like that. Not disrespectful. Just Come just, as you are. Just critical feedback. In the house of TJ, come, come as you are. Well, I just In need- the house of Danny, you got to come in a full tuxedo. But you're the one that has a fancy elevator, so pick a side. Yeah. Pick I'm, a side. Exactly. You can... I, I can have you in my fancy elevator coming as you are, speaking how you speak. Anyway, okay. did she level up? I think she did. I agree. Because um, Future is a fuck nigga. Well, he is, but I don't... She's happier. So I, I think any time that somebody is happy, mm-hmm. if they, I mean, I, and and there's always going to be different type of situations that may not always go with it. But I feel like when you choose happiness and you are happier and you seem happier, that's a level up. I agree. I think that, um, you know, women who are looking at Sierra's situation where she was with her first child's father and he really wasn't doing right by her and continues to kind of clearly be unhappy I guess um with her with her happiness show like that to me shows how she did level up because she's in a healthier relationship she's happy she's moved she's clearly moved on and future hasn't so future has moved. I mean, he kind of moved on. I mean, he still talks about them and still throw jabs. But that, that but these sh- two baby mothers, no, past m- now. Moving, moving on because you're sowing your seed in the world does not mean that you've moved on from somebody. I'm a believer in that. He hasn't moved on from Sierra because unlike all of his other children's mothers, Sierra needs nothing from him because she a is arguably the most successful or. Uh, you know, financially successful baby mother that he has because she had her own money before she met him. And B, her new man, her husband, 
makes millions upon millions upon millions of dollars um, as a as an NFL player. So, like, and then like I really like to this lover. I kind of take issue with you calling Russell Wilson a safer lame. Like, what makes him lame? Because he vocally professes his love for his wife because he's not drinking lean and got 8,000 different fucking kids. I mean, Russell Wilson is, he is the epitome of the new cool. He is. So, are you calling TJ lame? But, that's so that's a question. I just think that, like, to call somebody a lame is more of a reflection on the things that you value and the things that you prioritize as cool. Being a good husband and a good father and financially secure is not lame. Again, lo- loving loving your wife and, and being vo- vocal about it is not lame. Loving your wife's child from a previous relationship as if he were your own is not lame. If anything, that's that real man shit to me. And more, you know, and no, I'm not saying any relationship is perfect, but you can't tell me that like more men should aspire to be like Russell Wilson or like look at him as a model of like what real men should look like because he met her, he loved her, he married her, he he protects her, he provides for her. I mean, I think he and they support does each epi- other. I think he does show the epitome of a real man, but I mean, there's also other real men out there that just saying in general like I, I i'm not saying that he's the poster child for what a real man looks like i think he, i think he's oh and I'll say, maybe like, maybe a husband in the, and father maybe in the celebrity world but i grew up with a father who you know like saying that my father and 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 my father loved my brother like yeah. it was like like he's like he is his own as a as a, a real husband, like as a as a good so, husband and father, w- would and should do. My father was the same way. Yeah. So, you I, know? I, I, but I'm just saying, I want to say that there's other there are men out there oh, other real, than in the real world. Than Abs- Russell Westbrook. I mean Wilson. Wilson. Absolutely, but but because because we live in a world of idolization of celebrities, if you're going to look up to certain celebrities. He's not a bad one, and that does not make he, and he that does not make him a lame. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Because, you know, shit, Steph Curry, absolutely, LeBron James, like they have you. You have these people and these men who love their wives, love their kids, and you know do their job, try to help the community, and then going about their business. Like Russell Wilson and Sierra are always at the like children's hospital in Seattle, um, visiting sick kids and stuff like that. And like, you don't have to do it, but they choose to do it. And if women, so to this lover, like, if all of these things, you know, are things that the women in your life um, are admiring because, or like, are you know happy for Sierra, and 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 saying that she leveled up, then you might want to like not assume that they're just like you know being silly or they're just like lumping everything together maybe you should see like pay attention to why they're thinking that she leveled up it's not just because oh i left a fuck nigga behind but it's because i actually like moved on 
as an as an individual, like Sierra as her own person. But then also, I moved on to someone who is giving me everything I need and deserve as a as a woman, a wife, and a mother. So if if Russell, if she met Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. the cab driver, mm-hmm. and he did the same things, mm-hmm. made her happy, loved her child, mm-hmm. would you still feel the same? Like yes, yes, and what? Yes, do I feel? Do I still feel like she's leveled up? Yeah, yes. I was gonna ask that, but I was gonna say, do you think that would be her like settling, like settling, like? Settling down? No, because if that's only it, you can only perceive it as selling if you're looking at it from a financial aspect. If Russell Wilson was Russell Wilson, the cab driver, and not the quarterback, if Russell Wilson made sure his bills were paid and was able to take care of himself and his own and live his own lifestyle upon meeting her, and then still was the same man that he is, that he at least he appear, presents to be to all of us, then it's still a level up because she's moved on from someone who did not treat her right, who did not value her as a woman, who did not, you know, who isn't necessarily the, you know, a mo- like a stellar father because he can't always, he doesn't always spend time with his children when he can or something like that. But I mean, that's also from just what we, what we can see, from what we can see and what people say. Yeah, I really don't but, like to get into that stuff just because I don't. We don't truly know. Well, I do know he wasn't there for the birth of his child, so I feel like that was kind of trash. But or yeah, he wasn't. But we don't know if they were beefing. We don't know if she was like, "Don't come." Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Okay, well, the dynamics of people's relationships and what they do with their children and stuff like that, I don't really like to comment on. Now, being my own parent, because someone may look on the outside and see us and maybe. They may have thoughts, mm-hmm. and they don't know anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So just, just my. Okay. Well, we could take that grain of salt with it, but we'll say that. It to answer your question, yes, I would still say she's leveled up because if you have moved on personally as an individual, and then also moved on to someone. Who respects and loves and values you the way you weren't respected, loved, or valued in your previous relationship, then that's a level up. You're moving upward and onward. Who cares what he does for a living? As long as he's taking care. No, I'm just. As long as he's taking care of his responsibilities. Just wanted to hear your point of view. That's why, yeah. that's why I married you. It ain't never about the money with me. You know that. I do know that. I got a real one. Oh, thank you, babe. I just, you know. Women, we just want to be treated right. I mean, some women. Some. Most, I would dare say. We just want to be loved. We yeah, be treated but... Right. And we, some, we want somebody to, to carry their weight. But we don't necessarily want to be... So, so, some people, don't get me wrong, because you can't say all or, all or every. I think no, Most people can. just want to have somebody who is a partner. I'm going to replace that. So, I think everybody... I think all women want to be treated right. Mm-hmm. But every woman has different ideas of what being treated right is so that's what i meant you know what i mean and that's fair i mean because and same thing for men you know people everybody like golden rule treat others how you want to be treated but some people have a different priority or have a different perspective on what that looks like so i do agree that you should treat people the way that you want to be treated but i also think that with that people when you treat people the way that you want to be treated you can't you can't have expectations of this is how 
they need it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be nice because I want other people to be nice to me. But if you're not nice to me, I'm not gonna not be nice to you because. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, no, convey. I, I get it. It's, it's, you know, that's where karma comes in. They, people, the world and life will get people who are not fair or nice to the people who are fair and nice to them. But it's. I think, I, yeah, no. And, and, and I understand that. I just think it takes too much energy to pick and choose and try to. I just want to live my life. So if if I say hi to you, you don't, you don't say hi back. I'm not going to be devastated. It's a lesson learned. Yeah. And I think it just comes with getting older. It's just like... Yes. You know, there's there's so much other things to worry about than how you might be, you know, feel slighted. Like, not to say to be a doormat, but, you know, just like, sometimes it's just Certain like... Certain things it is, don't matter. It, it just doesn't matter. It's not worth your time and energy. But, you know, to kind of bring it all the way back around to the lover... Um, your friends that happen to be female are not wrong for saying what they're saying. Um, and you might want to reevaluate your criteria of a lame. Um, and um, I would also say ask, I mean, ask more questions, you know? I mean, you got our point of view, but... Yeah, talk know, to people. Find out find out why your friends feel like they're that, that she leveled up. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you may be surprised. You may, They may tell you because he's a millionaire, so that's a level up. Like, yeah. he has guaranteed money or whatever. But I think me and Danny's kind of on the same page. That, you know, the level up is the happiness. Absolutely. So. You love me. You love my son. You love, you know, you and our daughter. Like, you know, nobody's business. I've won already. So, I hope that helps. Um. You know, I agree with you. They ask the, the important questions, and uh, you know, just don't assume that something that's not uh, common makes it lame. That's all. But with that being said, we are going to move on to our quarrel. But I'm boom boom. You do too many more sound effects, you ain't got no voice. I know, but I like them. I'm sorry. It's all good. I mean, the more you use your voice, the less you're going to be able to quarrel, which means I win, so mm. I'll take it. That's, you know, an unfair victory, but okay. I mean, how's unfair? Once you get in the game, because no excuses. Okay, so it's like you're playing like uh, a handicap. It's not really a handicap. Like, I'm already, I'm injured, but you're like... If you come in the game, that means you're game ready. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so I'm about to be on my flu game shit. Like, I'm still going to win. Exactly. So... Flu game. All right. So... Go ahead. I'm ready. I just wanted to get your thought. And I figured, you know, we'll quarrel about this. Because, you know, Danny's rules is if I cheat or beat... She's leaving me. Yes. So if I cheat on her or if I beat on her, she's leaving me. So Facts. The game posted, if you're not consistently fucking your man and he cheats, whose fault is it? His. It's his fault for cheating. Okay. I mean, 
Is there, does the other partner have any? Um, I guess I think that it depends. Um, and I mean, I think this is, I mean, we can go through different scenarios. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think that I don't like ultimately and regardless of the scenario, the cheating part is his fault or whoever's cheating's fault. Do you think that someone can be pushed to cheat? Um, Do you think that there's other factors that can cause, and 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 I'm a I'm gonna take it out of just man, but that can cause a man or a woman to cheat. I mean, I do think that there are circumstances that can make a person feel like they have to look elsewhere to get what they're missing, but what they feel like they're missing in a relationship. But I feel like cheating is still a choice, and if you are that dissatisfied in your relationship, whatever the reason may be, it could be sex, it could be time, it could be attention, it could be abuse, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not abuse because that's 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 a whole other layer to it. But um, leave, break up, like cut cut your losses, and then you can go. It's always as easy as just leave. It's cut. not always that easy, but doing the right thing rarely ever is. Doing what's right and doing what's easy are very rarely ever the same thing. So. If you're not happy, for whatever reason that might be, do what's right and cut your losses and leave. And then you can go and sleep with whomever you want to if you're not getting what you need from that person that you're with. But, like, do I, do? let me say this, do I understand why a person will step out on someone because they're unhappy? Yes, I understand. And I understand why. A partner's actions or inaction in whatever area will can like kind of make a person feel like they've they're left with no choice. But the last choice that you have you can make is to leave if you're not happy, because you know you don't know we don't we and like we could go through, like you said the scenarios, but like we don't know what a situation is that a person might be dropping the ball. On the end of their relationship, maybe they've gone through a really difficult time. Maybe something traumatic has happened. Or maybe they're just, a, you know, they, they've stopped caring or they're being a terrible partner because they're, they're selfish or they think that they, they're comfortable or whatever. There's, there could, it runs the gamut. But if that person still, if you're in a committed relationship with that person, the bare minimum of respect that you can give them, even if that's the last respect that you give them, is to leave the relationship before you go around being unfaithful. Because that's still a, like a massive violation. I can agree with cheating is a violation. Um, I, f- I see what he was trying to do with the question, mm-hmm. but I feel like there's not enough of a story to kind of really... I mean, cheating is wrong, yes, 100%. But I also think that sometimes people are forced to cheat. I disagree. I know, I know you roll your eyes. I Nobody's forced to do anything. Well. Like cheating. They make a decision based... They make a decision based off of the factors that led them down this pathway. Okay. But... 
even if and my thing too is like if it's so bad that you feel like you're being forced to look elsewhere to to make up for whatever's missing in your relationship then leave the relationship because now you're still not getting what you want at home and now you have the you you're juggling the secret that is your your infidelity too so now you've got something that is like weighing on you and either you might come some people might come clean with this some people might get caught and you already know what it's going to be when anybody who gets caught cheating with their partner is going to be like i don't get like unless that person was cheating too but like most people who are in that situation if they find out that there's their mate has been cheating on them they man like, oh, fuck what we were or weren't doing in this relationship that still doesn't make it okay for you to cheat on me you know and and it's just it's not I didn't I didn't necessarily say that it was okay. I just said I, I can understand how how if, if if there's factors that that can cause it that it I can understand factors that will make you have a wandering eye and make you want to stray. I think that um But just if you're going to do that then just peace out. You should. But I mean any cheats who fault is it? Sorry, I had to read the question again. It's that person's fault. I mean We can agree to disagree. That cheating part is that person's fault. The the level of like resentment or loneliness or whatever else that might have been like that the person's like significant other contributed to that might be like shared, but like the decision to cheat falls solely on the person who cheated, in my opinion, because it's a choice. You don't like you don't accidentally you don't stumble into somebody's you know, vagina or on top of somebody's dick. You just, you make the decision because you're like, I'm dissatisfied somewhere else. And you got to ask yourself the question, why do I feel like this is the option versus just trying to fix what's in my, my relationship or to leave what's in my relationship? Like, I think that like, I know that like sometimes it's comfortability, sometimes it's it's fear. But like that shit is just all you do. I think is, men are more simple, so I think simple-minded. I don't think it's necessarily simple-minded. I just think we're, we're more simple. Like we are more like. I think sex is first off more important for us than it is for for women. Some. So I think I think you have to take that into consideration, and I, I mean more than anything, trans. Transparency is the most important thing. So you should have those conversations with your partner to let them know, like, this is what I expect. And, you know, what are your expectations? So that way this stuff, this stuff doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. I think, too, it goes back. To, like, I think you touched on this, like, with your tip, like learning your partner, because, like, things change, dynamics change, situations change. You know, um, uh, pe- there, there are couples who, you know, fuck like rabbits from now until... The cows come home. There are couples who go through dry spells, and then they have they have, you know, some seasons where they can't get enough of each other. But that's because situations change, people's, you know, stress, um, priorities, things like that come up, and it's and sex sometimes does fall by the wayside. And then some people in general are not like the most sexual beings. Like they 
some there are some there are people out here there who only enjoy sex because it makes their partner happy, not because they're the most sexual being. And that's that doesn't make them a bad person either. No, but definitely. It, it just it just. But that's why I said that the communication is absolutely important. you got to kind of comes back to that. You kind of you kind of had a you have to converse with that individual to let them know expectations and what you're gonna do, what you're gonna what you're not gonna do, mm-hmm. what you'll stand for, what you what you won't stand for. Yeah. I mean, again, being adaptive is is, is important. Again, you can't have sex with an individual when you first start dating all the time and then. Years later, it, it it stops or ceases, or you know what I mean. Like you can't you can't train someone to expect something and then and then change that again. There's I don't think nobody should cheat. But then that's how do you adapt them? Because if a situation is different, like that, that's not training somebody. It's like if we when in our first years dating, we're having sex all the time and everything like that, and then um, we have a kid or we. You know, switch careers and now I mean, there's what, more stress, or you have a sick parent. The adaption or will be get back in school or whatever. Like the adaption know. will come with with the communication. Listen, we we used to have sex five times a week and now we can't. But where's the compromise? There should be compromise, yeah. But it just but as long as it's understood that like things change, and it's not just even in the sex department, or like. Hundred percent. No, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I also think there's a mindset that comes to it. Mm-hmm. Um, as you get older, things become, at least for me, I can't speak for everybody else, but things change. Things that were once important aren't as important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think as you get older, you kind of, I mean, you also kind of get in your ways, and you know. The things that you like, or, or you're not, you start fine tuning things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I was younger, I had time to have sex all the time, and now I don't have the same time because I have other engagements. I have so labor to be other things that I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I may not want to have sex the way that I used to want to have sex. Yeah, and and and, and, too. and it's not a, it's not always a bad thing, but. Yeah, and so like sometimes it has nothing to do with your partner. Sometimes it has to do with that with that person. Like, you know, people. You know, speaking from my own experience, like the the weight I've gained in the last two years has impacted my my own like how I view myself, which then in turn, you know, impacts. The level of intimacy, intimacy I'm, I'm, you know, inclined to participate in, and it has nothing to do with TJ because TJ always talks about how he finds me attractive at my biggest, at my smallest, and that's reassuring and, and that makes me, you know, feel better. But that still can't always account for how I feel in my own head about myself and about my body, um, and so, our, you know, but. I'm also like TJ said with the communication. I've communicated that, so I'm not gonna. So that way, my hangups with myself or the life changes that we've experienced in the last, you know, three-ish years, you know, don't don't complete like because we have that communication. It, it, I'm not pushing him out the door, you know, or I'm not putting, you know, I'm not put tempting, you know. But that came with growth. That came with time, because there was times that I I couldn't understand. 
it, they were, and they were frustrating. I mean, but I mean, those are growing pains. It is. But I'm. But those. That's why I like the tip about learning and adapting, like certain things. Like before we were going to record, you were sleeping, mm-hmm. and it was like typically I'd have probably woke you up as soon as possible or whatever. But I'm like, I'm gonna let her sleep. I'm gonna let her rest. She, you know, she's losing her voice. I'm not gonna. Fresh, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just little things that I that I had to kind of learn, or you know, mm-hmm. my mother always says like, "Who your partner is is who you, is who they are, and yeah, they're gonna accept them or you're not." And, you know, yeah. I didn't marry Danny for just sex. I, you know, I married her because I love her. I love her personality. I love who she is. So, you you know, when we do have our dry spells or I'm not getting as much intimacy as as I like. I can't just turn around and be like, fuck Danny. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, I, I took time and, and, and maturity. So. Yeah. So I think the game has to do some more maturing if he's on a. I mean, the game life is also a little bit different. Of course. And, you know, you you don't know what's real. True. In, in, in the IG world, you know. Everybody sends their representative. But um yeah, ultimately, I mean I think this is like is I think this was a good quarrel because it's we have another quarrel. Oh yeah, we do. But I think this was a good one because ultimately and it wasn't I mean well it wasn't. I mean it kinda got into a quarrel. Yeah. I still agree to disagree, but Yeah, but but it I just think that like I think everything is a case-by-case basis. It is a case-by-case basis up until the actual decision for me yeah. to cheat. And and for me, I, I think that if if you push someone, if you force somebody's hand, they're still wrong for doing what they did, but you... Can't be surprised. You can't be surprised. You can't be super angry. Mm. You could be upset. You could be angry that they that they cheated. It, it depends on. Again, I have to have the whole scope. If I've been telling you that I need more sex, and you've been bluffing me and and whatever, and then and then I go do this, and I and and this is all I'm doing. But I've told you this was a situation. You can you can be upset, but you can't be like irate. You can't be like. I had no idea. You can't say that you were blindsided. Sorry, there you go. You can't. You can't. You can't be surprised. Yeah, but you can still be upset. Yeah, but but you also. I, I Just still pick up the. I still feel like you. You sometimes have to take some ownership. I think taking ownership for like what led somebody down a path. Like a lot. I, I access a lot of relationships. The cheating isn't like an overnight thing. It's usually like a build. Yeah, a slow build. Huh. But. That's why I said it's a case by case basis. But I have I have a remedy. What? If you're thinking about cheating, right? Mm-hmm. Go beat off. Mm-hmm. Once you come, you don't want to think about anything else. So like because you've because you've released released yourself or relieved yourself. I'm pretty sure you've seen the memes, but it's like after you come, you feel like dirty. Like like if you're watching porn or mm-hmm. whatever. Like after you come, you feel like dirty. You don't want sex. Like 
Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's the remedy. So just, just if you're thinking masturbate. about cheating, masturbate. Just get one off real quick, and, and then you gonna you gonna focus right back up. And if you can't, if you really can't help but wanna dip, you know, your toe back in the pond, then send a text, pick up the phone, sit that person down, and be like, "Listen, this ain't working. This ain't working." Honestly, you could be like, "This ain't working," but can I get a hall pass? If I mean, if that's the agreement, then. Well, I'm not saying it may not be the agreement, but this may have to be. So now, well, if but if it's if it's no a, no if I'm it's a, saying if it's communicated yeah back to communication, and a hall pass is permit is 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 permissible, then there you go. Everybody's happy, or everybody could be happy. Everybody yes. could be happy, but all right, one down, one to go. So our other quarrel is a simple question, but I think has impacts a lot of couples is what do you do when you don't think the same as your partner? And that question I feel like is one that's kind of, you know, near and dear to me and TJ because Because we don't think alike. At all. At all. At all. At all. At all. Like, I think you, so, I think you pick your spots. What do you mean? So, in, in, in that, when when your partner doesn't think the same, I mean, I'm always going to ask questions, but sometimes I'm not going to ask because I know that Danny hates when I ask questions or she feels like that I'm trying to, like... Interrogate me. Interrogate her or belittle her or, as she would say, ask, I'm, I'm asking her as if I'm saying, like... Like that, she's dumb. So it's because your face be screwed up. That's just my face. I can't help my face. Because you're like, because you'll ask questions like, "Why are you doing this? Like, what sense does this make? This doesn't because it doesn't make sense to you." So it's like, I the problem is that I have to. So like, TJ and I don't think the same at at all. But the frustration comes in because TJ likes to ask a lot of questions, and he's asking. For TJ, if you ask TJ, TJ's asking because he's seeking to understand the way TJ comes, the way I perceive it some of the time is that TJ's asking because he's looking for me to justify. This is the perfect time for you to, 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 to take heed to my tip and adapt. Well, I do adapt, which is why sometimes I don't like, I don't argue back and forth with you about certain things or I try to tell myself maybe he's asking just to understand but I do sometimes like I'll feel like I get put on the spot and like I have to like like it's like I have to justify my thinking or my my, you can tell me. my answer because it's it's just like why are you doing this what is what, like what's the purpose of this well I'm just I'm just inquiring yeah but you're like but like if I see you do something that is like you could have done it this way or I'm just trying to see like why why did you do it that way as opposed to this way? Just okay. so I can see. Because, but then the, the thing though is that sometimes in adapting, you got to be like, that's just how she does things. So I'm just gonna let her. Be. I see what you just did right there. You try to you try to throw it back on me. You try to throw my own tip back on me. Okay. I'm just saying it was a good tip. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's the thing. I feel like, you know, when you don't think the same as your partner. It has, you got to sometimes take a step back and like and ask yourself the question like is this typical of my partner in the way that they think or is this like 
problematic or something like that. But but I think too, you gotta understand. Like we gotta what we you like you and I have to realize too is like, or maybe more you, is. I think it's more you. How how just let me ask my question. How the other how the other person thinks isn't wrong. I didn't say I didn't. I've just never said it makes sense to I've you. I've never said that how you think is is wrong. Yeah, but you think sometimes it doesn't make sense. And what I've always told it you may not make sense to me. And you get this from your dad. It mean I, I do because it's just like just because it doesn't I, make sense to of, you doesn't mean it doesn't make sense. No, I don't agree with that. Why? Because I might. It may not make sense to me. And then when you explain it, then it does make sense. Like originally when I seen you do it, I'm like that shit does not make any sense at all. Why are you doing that? And then. You'd be like, oh, I did it this way because of, because of this. And I'm like, oh, okay. There's been multiple times that I've been like, oh, okay, that does make sense. Yeah. But I, and, and so sometimes that's why I will accept. You were the kid who didn't ask no questions. Cause I, I was the kid who asked all the questions. Because I got it. The, I understood it the first time. All right. Well, listen, I'd rather understand what happened and ask all the questions than to assume and then, well, and I'm I'm not trying to, and I, which and that's a good thing because asking questions isn't is is a it's, it's not a bad thing it is a good thing, but I think that sometimes it's like when you you and your partner don't think the same it could be daunting on that partner who feels like they always have to explain themselves, I think that's a thing, but I will say that at the same time like for me I don't ask as many questions because. And like not to sound like oh I'm trying to be like smarter or whatever, but like sometimes I genuinely just do. I either like, and not just with you, with just people in general. Like I just get what they're saying. Like no. I understand, or I'm good at reading between the lines. Like I'm like okay, this is probably why, and so I this just, is why X Y A B C happened I because don't of like X Y Z. Anything with like gray areas. I don't want to give someone a gray area, so I'm gonna ask the question. Yeah, but it's not, and for me, it's not always a gray area. It's, just, I get it's you. clear to me from the jump. I. Listen, I understand. Listen, we can agree to disagree. That's yeah. what makes us. And there are times where I don't understand your thinking, or I don't want. But I'm not. Yeah. But but I pick and choose when I ask because sometimes too. This is what I will say to you though: is that when I ask questions, you can't turn around and then cop an attitude because you're like, "Why are you asking me? Like I'm bothering you." You are bothering me. No, because you just threw off my my whole train of thought. No, but if you you are the same, you should appreciate when somebody asks questions of you because you do the same. I'm adapting. I'm I'm being more appreciative when you ask me. Oh, good. You should be. Dumbass questions. I ask no dumbass questions. (laughs) Like you, you, you did. I can't remember what it is you did yesterday, but I was like, I literally looked at you and I was like, this nigga did did the same thing, or was in the same situation, and like. I didn't give him no grief. And then he was like, you try to tell me about myself or something like that. And I was like, okay. But I was like, I'm not, I was like. That's I when you're supposed to bring out the receipts. I'm all about the receipts. If you'd bought the receipts, I'd have been, you, I'd have been silent. Mm, I don't know. Sometimes you become bad. I'd have Danny voice. Oh, is that what we're doing now? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, I had to be, I had to be silent. I wanted to bring the sound effects. You want to bring the sound I, I, I cover the sound effects on the show. Okay. So. You say me 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 me. <laughs> so, anyway, um, point being is that when you don't think the same as your partner, asking questions is a good thing, as long as you're not always asking them to like explain themselves, like justify themselves to you. Um, and then to like you know 
sometimes take the take the time. I feel like take we like sometimes like you gotta take the time to like think and be like, is this like a typical Danny logic? And then if it is, like don't you don't have to ask. But like until you get to that point where you can kind of know the ins and outs of a person, it's all right to ask questions. Um, and you gotta be patient too sometimes, like because sometimes I think you and I both can be impatient with each other because we think differently about stuff. Like, you know, like that whole R. Kelly shit, like those episodes burned me up inside because I was just like, I wanted to like strangle you because I just felt like you were being, um, you know, oppositional for the sake of being oppositional. And I wasn't, but. I, I understand that now, but in the yeah, moment. You, you, exactly. You weren't being patient. I, I, that's why I said we have to be patient. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then you, but like you gotta, you just, you have to, you have to understand too. And I think too, like you have, I think also when you and your partner don't think the same, like you can't look for, like don't, don't also be that type of person that's like, I'm gonna look for reasons to be like difficult with that, with my partner. I'm going to look for reasons to be, to, to to find ways to just be oppositional like on the rare occurrence where y'all have the same idea celebrate that shit you know what i mean but um but yeah i don't know you know it's it makes for to me it always makes for a more interesting relationship because when you think differently you see different perspectives you get different ideas and you know if you have children like your children are exposed to a different ways of how people kind of approach certain situations so that way they can see that there's more than one way to address something and hopefully you know they become their own independent thinkers too what do you think I mean, you said everything so oh. someone with no voice was going <sighs> i thought this episode was going to be shorter you you were so mad about last week's episode being short. Listen, let's let's not talk about last week's episode. That's probably like my least favorite episode. I ever. know because you were but you were being a bum. I was. I take ownership. Yes. Being accountable. Yes. Um, but I think that it's okay that people think differently, and um, just from my learnings, you can't you can't expect everyone to think the way that you think. And you have to trust that individual, you know. I trust Danny, but I have to trust that Danny's doing whatever she's doing because that's how she she thought it out, um, you know. So I, I do try to make sure that my face isn't screwed or my tone, so that way you don't feel like you're under attack or you feel like whatever you feel. So under attack sometimes, but I also know that. That's not always your intent. So I take a step back and I'm like, is he, I asked, like. As you roll your eyes. I wasn't rolling my eyes. Yeah, I was, they were like, they were like mid-eye roll. You, pro- you probably so used to rolling your eyes at me that you didn't even realize <laughs> you were rolling your eyes. I, now I'm rolling my eyes because okay. I wasn't rolling my All eyes right. before. All right. But point is, it's like, you got to take a step back and you got to be like, ask yourself to like, damn, are they really just doing it? Because they just, this is how they think, this is how their brain works versus them just trying to be like opposite of you or different from you. Um, And then sometimes you got to let them just do what they want to do. And you just look back at them and be like, how stupid are they? Sometimes, because. Do it all the time. I I do it twice that. I'd be like, why why is she putting the milk in the freezer? 
You know what? I'm allowed to put the milk in the freezer. I put the the that, don't say that shit because I'm not gonna think that I really did that. Yeah. And I didn't do that. I'm allowed to put the milk in the freezer. I'm not gonna ask no questions because if I ask a question, she's gonna be. My uh-huh. Oh, you got jokes? <laughs> Funny? Okay, Mr. Funny. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up. It does. So, but that's. Go ahead, sorry. Do, that, do you want to speak? Go ahead. I'll say this piece and then I'll be quiet. No, you don't have to be quiet. This, this has I been, like this new raspy Danny. Shut up. This has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, thank you for listening. Um, as always, if you. Um, have feedback for us hit us up on instagram at lovers quarrel show Ooh, that was great at lovers quarrel show thanks um on ig uh our twitter is lovers quarrel seven our email is lovers quarrel show at gmail.com it's going to be in the notes um thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to listen to us um on your friday commute mm-hmm. your saturday morning run on your Sunday listen. Cleaning the house. On your Monday commute. You know, whenever you listen to us, you know, we, we appreciate it as always. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, continue reaching out to us, sending us your your, your lover mail. Um, and please rate and tell people about us. And, you know, we just want to continue growing this podcast. And, you know, it's just a great feeling to be able to speak to you guys and to be able to do it with my wife. So I thank you. And, um, yeah. Like, share, follow, tag. Yeah. And I am your uh, barely there of a voice to girl, Danny. And I'm your guy, TJ. And this has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. And as always, we fuss. We fight. But, but we, we love. love. Bye. <sighs> I'm sorry. Bye. I hate you. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.